Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Monday the 1st of April and this is your FT News Briefing. Coming up today... Following Friday's defeat on the Prime Minister's withdrawal deal, the government spent the weekend planning a new way forward for Brexit. MPs in Parliament today will also attempt to find a way through the impasse. So where next for the United Kingdom? Our parliamentary correspondent will take us through the options. I'm Daniel Winter and here's the news you need to start your day. Theresa May's plan is in tatters after trying to push a third vote through Parliament. The attempt to separate out the withdrawal agreement to garner more votes failed to win enough support, losing by 58. So where do we stand as of this morning? To bring us up to date and to walk us through the next steps for Brexit, our political correspondent Seb Payne. Theresa May is facing a series of rather unenviable choices over Brexit this week. On Monday, British MPs are likely to take control of the House of Commons once again to try and find a majority for a different form of Brexit. By holding a series of so-called indicative votes, MPs will try and show there is a majority for a different way of leaving the EU. If you recall, they did try and do this last week, but struggled to find a majority for any different form. The House of Commons is very good at saying what it doesn't want, but has proven somewhat short in saying what it does. This time, however, it looks likely they will coalesce around a permanent customs union with the EU. This would protect vital just-in-time supply links with the bloc and help solve the Irish border issue, but is anathema to the Brexit vision of many Conservative MPs who would not be able to strike those free trade deals that persuaded so many of them to back Brexit in the first place. This poses a big dilemma for the Prime Minister. Should she go with the will of the House of Commons if it backs a customs union, or should she try and fight it? Well, within Downing Street, they're trying to plot a way through this by organising a runoff as early as Tuesday between her deal and the House of Commons deal. This would be a fourth attempt to try and pass Theresa May's Brexit offering after MPs heavily rejected it last week. But at this point, if Theresa May's Brexit is the hardest, cleanest break possible, will more Eurosceptics rally behind it? Possibly. The same is true for Labour MPs who do want to see Brexit through to protect their vote in the northern parts of England, but don't want to see a second referendum. If that fails once again, though, then attention is going to turn towards a general election. The Conservative Party absolutely does not want a general election because it would likely lose seats and let Jeremy Corbyn into Downing Street. But with the House of Commons in absolute stalemate, this may be ultimately where this situation ends up. As well as a permanent customs union, MPs are also likely to look at a second referendum which has been gathering support but does not quite yet have a majority within the Commons. There's also a growing case for the so-called Common Market 2.0 approach that would be a customs union plus staying within the single market. Both options are highly problematic for Conservative MPs, but unless they rally round behind Theresa May's deal, then this may be where the process ends up. 
All the while, Mrs. May has to try and keep her fragile government together. Whichever way she jumps this week, she risks losing Remain supporters in her cabinet or Brexit supporters in her cabinet. A customs union will make it almost impossible for the Brexiters to serve, while a no-deal Brexit will make it impossible for the Remainers to serve. And of course, lest we forget, it's now less than two weeks to go until Britain is set to leave the EU unless we go for that long extension. That's the final option for Theresa May. If the House of Commons won't vote for her deal or another deal, then they might ultimately decide that we do have to push this into the long grass and a new prime minister try and take it forward. That would mean European Parliament elections, something again that is very problematic for the Conservatives. The psychodrama on the British right goes on. That was our political correspondent Seb Payne reporting. And if you want all the analysis throughout the day, just head to ft.com or download our mobile app. And that's almost it for today's news briefing, except to remind you of today's date. It's April Fool's Day. No, sadly, all this Brexit mess wasn't an elaborate prank, but if you're considering a workplace jape today, read Polita Clark's article on FT.com where she writes about the dangers of a prank at work leaving you with egg on your face. And, as you'll read, the FT isn't immune from its own office jokes. That's all for this edition of the podcast. With the latest from business, politics and everything in between, we'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.